0: Welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies, Served Neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. I am so excited because we are just two days away from my favorite holiday, I look forward to Thanksgiving for months. I love to eat all the food and drink all the bourbon and sit on the couch and watch all the football with my favorite humans. Thanksgiving is going to look a little bit different this year, but I still get to spend time with the people that I love the most, and I am just, I'm so excited. So before we get to Thanksgiving, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. We are going to be talking about The most shocking part of entrepreneurship for me. It was something that no one had prepared me for when I went from corporate marketer to full time entrepreneur. Here's what happened the nature of my relationships completely changed. My friendships changed, who I hung out with had changed, my relationship with my parents had changed, and even with my boyfriend. After doing a bit of research and talking to some of my biz besties, it sounds like I am not the only one. So we're going to talk about this today. I wanted to take a moment to say thank you so much for the support that you guys have given me with this show. I appreciate it. I was really nervous to start a podcast because I had never done it before. I didn't know how it would be received, and it's been good so far. I'm excited with how it's gone. So I wanted to go ahead and shout out Kelby, who left me a review on my podcast. Kelby said, Jen is my coach currently, and I aggressively recommend her as a coach, but now a podcast producer as well. So creative and talented. Episode one was such an awesome peek behind the curtain and so informative. Highly recommend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kelby. I appreciate you. You are the best. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode and how my relationships have completely changed since becoming an entrepreneur. Nobody had warned me about this. I thought that everybody was going to be team Jen, so supportive, and while some people were, others were not, and it completely threw me off. I can count on one hand the number of good friends who have stuck with me in the last year, really, truly amazing, genuine friends who I can talk about business with and who support me on my good days and my bad days, the best humans I could ever ask for. My ride or dies, as the youths say. Actually, I don't know if the kids are saying that anymore, but I'm saying it. Things changed for me the moment that I started telling friends that I wasn't going back to a corporate job in 2020. It seemed that everybody had something to say about it, whether or not I was seeking advice to begin with. So even though I had quite a few friends who weren't very supportive of me, my immediate family was just over the moon, excited for me. They gave me the emotional support that I was wanting and needing. So as I was putting together the information for today's episode, I had a conversation with both of my parents to find out what their thoughts were when I was first getting started and what they thought I was actually doing for my business. I had two really great conversations with my mom and my dad about it. So I'm going to go ahead and kind of give you guys a high level overview of what those conversations look like. So, I called my mom a few days ago and I was like, Hey, mom, tell me what you think I do to make money. And she paused for a second and said, Jen, I look at your Instagram every single week. I know that you are a coach and you help online coaches and mentors grow their business with sales and marketing strategies. I know that you have group coaching programs and you do one on one coaching and you have a workshop. And I was shocked. The woman keeps up with my Instagram. She doesn't have an Instagram account, so she goes out of her way to see what I'm up to every week in my business. How incredible is that? And then I went on to ask her what she thought when I was starting my business and I told her I was leaving corporate. Her answer surprised me. She said that she knew how unhappy I was in corporate and she knew how poorly I'd been treated by my superiors. She knew that I was capable of a lot more and I had her full support. The funny thing was, is that I waited a couple of months to tell my mom. I waited until I had signed a few clients and I felt more confident about what I was doing. Because I had told a couple of friends about what I was up to and they were not supportive, I was afraid to tell anybody else in my life. It held me back from sharing the news with other people. So low-key, I was nervous about this conversation when it took place in about November of 2019. But my mom was fully on board, so supportive, so supportive and I appreciate her for it. Another reason why I believe both my parents were supportive of me is because they were both entrepreneurs in their 20s. My mom had her own physical therapy practice, and my dad had a restaurant and a laundromat. So they knew what I was going through, and they knew how much support I needed. I also called my dad a couple of days ago as well to see what he thought I did for work. And what he thought when I told him I was going to be an entrepreneur, like leave corporate, go full time into my business. My dad's response hit me right in the feels. I kid you not, after he told me what he thought, I started to tear up a little bit. He said that when I first told him back in October of 2019 that I was starting a business and that I wasn't gonna go back to corporate, he thought, okay, I don't fully understand what she's doing, but even if she fails in my eyes, she still succeeds. He told me that I would never find out what I was truly made of until I went full-time in my business. He knew that I would never reach my full potential clocking in and out every day at my corporate job. His comment made my entire day. I knew both of my parents supported me, but I didn't know they supported me to this extent. So these were both really great conversations that I had with my parents. Fun fact, I also have a little brother, and I remember when I called him and told him what I was going to be doing, he was so incredibly supportive, over-the-moon supportive. And he also has that entrepreneurship itch. He loves the idea of working for himself. He just graduated from college about six months ago, and I know he will be working for himself in the near future. So on the flip side, some of my good friends, and I know you guys can't see me right now, but I'm using air quotes. Some of my good friends were not as supportive. They did not share my vision. They questioned my decision to take such a big risk and they didn't believe in me. I remember getting comments like, why would you not go back to corporate, why would you do something that is so risky? Do you know that most small businesses will fail in the first year? Why would you become an entrepreneur? You don't have nearly enough experience. You should probably wait another five to 10 years before doing something like this. These comments hurt me more than they will ever know. At the same time, I know these comments were not... I was not in a place where I was ready to hear feedback like this. I was so unsure of myself and so nervous that I really needed more positive comments, but I didn't get them from people who I thought were my very good friends. I now know that these concerns came from a place of wanting me to just succeed. They didn't share my vision. Therefore, how could they possibly support me? They were nine-to-fivers. They were comfortable getting a paycheck every two weeks. I was not. I wanted something more for myself. They really cared about me being in a safe job and getting a steady paycheck and not having to worry about money. So they thought corporate was the best option for me because it's all they knew. So just because some of my good friends weren't supportive doesn't mean no one was supportive. I do have a small circle of friends who have been with me for the last year and a half. I just want to point out that my boyfriend, shout out to Tucker, has been nothing short of supportive for the last year and a half. He is always checking in on me. He's always trying to support me. He's always asking how he can help. So he's incredibly amazing. And when you are becoming an entrepreneur, it is very important to have a partner who believes in you because if not, it can be very, very lonely, especially when you are working from home all day, every day and your business becomes your entire life. Literally, especially since COVID, I feel like all I do is work. I wake up, I work, and then I go to bed. Okay, well, I eat in between and I go to Starbucks and I work out, but you guys get the picture. My business has become such a big part of my life, and that's where a lot of my conversations come from. I don't go to work every day. I don't see coworkers, so my life looks very different than it did a year and a half ago. It is so important that as entrepreneurs, we are very careful as to who we spend our time with. Relationships will make or break your business. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to let you know that this is my current reality. I have been there. I've been around toxic people and I've been around people who don't care about what I'm doing. It only takes one person to make you second guess an entire year's worth of work. Entrepreneurship can be lonely and it's such a roller coaster. You need solid relationships to help you navigate this journey. I wanted to dive into this topic because one, no one prepared me for this and I want to prepare other people who are thinking about diving in entrepreneurship or for those who are still balancing the nine to five life with a side hustle. And two, I've talked to a lot of my business best friends about this and it seems that everybody has struggled with maintaining relationships and they've also had a hard time saying goodbye to those people who no longer serve and support them. This is so relevant because it's Thanksgiving week. A lot of us are going back home to see our family and see our friends. And by default, these conversations are going to come up where people ask you, how's business going? Or what are you doing for money? These conversations are going to happen and you need to get ahead of it and know how you're going to handle those conversations because they can be extremely triggering. It can be triggering when somebody says, oh, that's what you do to make money or, Oh, when are you going to use your MBA? When are you going to go back to corporate? Those conversations suck and I want to prepare you for them. Not to be all negative because you are going to talk to people who are so stoked for you and so hyped, but you're also going to have conversations that don't go so well. I'm speaking based on experience. It might be totally different. Every single person in your life might be wildly supportive and you might not have these problems that I have had, but I wanted to give you guys some insight into how I've talked to my friends and family about my business and what to do when somebody just straight up doesn't support you. Here is how to chat with friends and family who don't know what the heck you do. I wanted to talk about this because I was doing some research prior to this episode and I posted a question up on my Instagram stories. And one of my questions was, what do your loved ones think you do for money? And the answers I got were all over the place. Some people's loved ones know exactly what they do, which is amazing. And then other people said that their family members thought they were a webcam girl. Other people said that their family members thought Instagram paid them. It was just so funny, the responses that I got. And I wanted to share a couple of those so you guys can get a laugh in because this episode is a little bit heavier and a little bit more negative. All right, let's go ahead and get started. When I was talking to my dad a couple of days ago about this topic, he said something that triggered me. Papa Hartman said, people can't support and protect you unless they understand you. And I was like, dad, what do you mean? I was not happy with his question. I was less than thrilled about his response. He said that it is your job to explain to somebody what you do and why you do it. It is up to you to communicate to them. And then it is up to them to decide whether or not they want to protect and support you. But it is also your job to clearly communicate that. If you can't, people can't be on your side. They can't be your biggest fan. So I wanted to walk you guys through a few steps to communicate with your loved ones about your venture and what you do. So step number one is to be passionate. You better get hyped up when you are talking about what you do for a living. Get so excited because if you go into this conversation and you are talking to Uncle Bob at Thanksgiving dinner and you say something like, yeah, so I do this thing where I am a social media manager and people pay me to run their Instagram for them. It sounds like you are not stoked about what you do. So get hyped, get loud, get excited. Number two, own your success. Why do us women downplay our success? Why do we get uncomfortable when we talk about our wins? Let's stop calling our business a side hustle or a hobby. If this is how you talk about your business to your friends and your family members, trust me when I say they will not take it as seriously. They can only take your business as seriously as you take it. So own your success. If you've worked with dozens of clients this year, tell Uncle Bob. If you hit six figures, tell Uncle Bob. Don't forget to talk about your wins and own your success. Number three, know your audience. Just like on sales calls, make sure you cater your pitch to the person you are talking to. If Uncle Bob doesn't know what Instagram is, don't tell him that you make money posting selfies on the gram. Uncle Bob will not understand you. It sounds like you are speaking in another language. So know your audience, cater your pitch to the person that you are talking to. Last but not least, Do not take these conversations to heart. It is easy to get triggered when Uncle Bob asks you when you are going to get a real job or when Cousin Sally asks you when you're going to use that law degree. It is so easy to get worked up over those questions. And if you find yourself getting triggered, excuse yourself and go for a quick walk. All right, take a step back from dinner, go clear your head and come back to the conversation. Do not let yourself get worked up over these comments. Your friends and family members, when they ask questions like this, they're not doing it to be rude or to downplay your success. They are likely just genuinely curious. Okay, so you might be saying, yeah, that's great, Jen, but what do I do when people just are straight up not supportive? I've been there. I have been there where I thought my best friends were going to support me and they straight up did not. I'm going to walk you through the same process that I went through about a year and a half ago. Number one, and this one's going to hurt, let go of those who no longer serve you. If your old friends don't fit into your new lifestyle, do not spend every weekend with them. You are allowed to say no to people that do not fill your cup. I say no to plans all the time and I've embraced it. I love to say no. People who love you will understand and those who don't understand don't love you. That's right. I said it. You need to start putting boundaries in place, especially when it comes to people who don't support you. You need to protect yourself and you have to protect your energy because it is precious. Along with that, make sure you pay attention to how you feel when you're around people. Do you feel drained? Do you leave the conversation excited and energized? Does the person you're interacting with care about your business? Are they checking in with you to see how you are doing? When your entire life becomes your business and you are so passionate about it, it can be hard to hang out with people who don't care about what you do or people who just truly don't get it, regardless of how many different ways you've tried to explain it to them. I have noticed that I have so little in common with old friends because we are in completely different paths. I am growing a business. I'm hiring more team members. I'm growing and expanding and leveling up and old friends are working in corporate and they're not doing the same things I'm doing. I'm a totally different person than I was last year. It is normal to have friends who come and go in your life. People aren't always meant to be in your life forever. So keep that in mind as you are trying to figure out who stays and who goes. Now, if uncle Bob doesn't support you, I am sorry. He is family. You guys are going to have to bear with him. All right. (laughs) But you get to, you get to pick and choose your friends. As you start to let go of some friends who are not your biggest fans, number two is to become your biggest hype girl. You are your new biggest fan. You have to learn how to love your new entrepreneur self. If you can't, how can you expect others to love and support you? Number three is to find your people. After you learn how to become your biggest fan and love yourself, it is time to find your humans entrepreneurship can be so lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Loneliness is a choice. It helps to surround yourself with supportive, like-minded people. I started to find my people through networking events. I would go to specific networking events in my city where I knew there were going to be a lot of younger entrepreneurs. I would go and I would make a point to talk to five different people for five minutes. Going to networking events can seem very intimidating, and honestly, I had a bit of anxiety going to these events. I used to be so outgoing, and I love meeting new people, but when you walk into a room full of strangers, and especially strangers who are killing the entrepreneur thing, it can be a little bit intimidating. But guess what? Everybody else in that room is just as nervous as you are. And you have to force yourself to go to these events because you never know who you're going to meet. You can meet your new client, or you can meet your new biz bestie, or hey, maybe even both. LinkedIn was also a game changer for me. I bought so many people coffee after I connected with them on LinkedIn, and then they would connect me with their friends who were entrepreneurs. So Don't be afraid to hop on LinkedIn and do a quick search to find out if there are any younger entrepreneurs in your community. People who are entrepreneurs love to mentor and connect and help. We love to support other people who are like us, so don't be afraid to reach out. Thankfully, Louisville, my city, has an incredible community of entrepreneurs. I am so thankful for the people that I've met in the last year and a half. The other place that I've met people believe it or not, is Instagram. I have met so many of my biz besties on the gram. We will connect over text message. We will FaceTime. Some of them I do Zoom coffee dates with. So there are a couple of different outlets where you can find like-minded people to help support you through this roller coaster of entrepreneurship. All right, I will go ahead and repeat those three steps again for the people in the back. Number one is to let go of those who no longer serve you. When you let go of people who no longer serve you, you open up the door for new people to come into your life. Number two is become your biggest fan. You have to love yourself and hype yourself up before other people can. Number three is to find your people. Don't be afraid to go to networking events. Don't be afraid to buy people coffee. Ask for them to connect you with their friends. People love to help people. All right, y'all. That is it for today's episode. The number one thing that shocked me about entrepreneurship was the way in which my relationships changed. If you guys feel the same way, if you've had similar experiences, please send me a message on Instagram to let me know. If you guys love today's episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story and tag me, neat.marketing. Happy Thanksgiving week. Go eat all the food. And I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Served Neat.